have to register from my computer, I guess. Okay. Hey, um, guys, welcome. This is Sambaza Show Live. We're not cutting anything. We're going straight. Today we have Nosa Iare, and he is the host of the Culture Podcast. Culture Class Podcast. I got that right. Get it right. right? Get it right, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if not, Plus I'm going to call you Steven instead of Zambaza. <laughs> <laughs> no, say Zambaza. Zambaza is the guy who's here right now. So um, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, but mainly, let's start off with uh, this collective that we are. By the way, this is our first show. With Sambaza Live, it's raw. We're not cutting off anything. Anything that goes here is just going to be as is, and then we just post it. Damn, so, you put me on the spot, man. Why Why you Why you put me to test out the live show first, man? I mean, I might yeah. do a Will Smith up in here and do something <laughs> <laughs> virtually. Can <laughs> I have somebody coming out there first? So um, we're going to look into uh, there's this thing coming out. It's the pod breakers, right? Um, pod I have break, the opportunity... Yeah. Mm-hmm. of joining uh, NOSA, and uh, we're a collective of podcasters that are going to be out sometime in um, July, the fourth weekend, and I think we're going to do some good stuff, as in the podcast is going to come together and hang out, and like we're in this cube, and then, <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is, okay, let me, let me go say this right, we're in this cube, in this house, mm-hmm. and we're going to hang out together, and on top of that, we're going to create some content all weekend. So it's like a conference. So right. NOSA cool, is going to be much cooler us- than a conference. <laughs> right, right, right. So NOSA, you're going to let us know what this, this thing is going to be all about. Maybe start with a little bit of history and then uh, we'll go into what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of history. I mean, uh, so my name is Nosa Yari. Shout out to you for getting my last name correctly, though. Like, I, I typically have to correct people there, but you, you got it. I guess, you know, what kindred spirits in that way, African brothers. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I host this podcast called the Culture Class Podcast. And um, I've been doing that since 2018. I started that in grad school. And what I do on the podcast is to talk to people from different cultures. Uh, I've been opportunity to talk to people from about 52 or 53 different countries. Last year, I clocked three years uh, hosting Culture Class in November. And, you know, I had this whole running to my three-year anniversary, you know, 150 episodes, you know, all that stuff. Uh, during my journey, I had met a lot of people, not just interesting guests for my show, but I had met fellow podcasters. So I had been on one or two other podcasts, I had been to podcast events, you know, virtually and in person. I just immersed myself in the whole podcasting community, like globally, right? And so one thing I had always wanted to do for my podcast was like a live show slash tour and i'm giving you guys a background of how pod break it kind of like came out to be right so last year i was having this reflection that hey podcast is three years old i've done a whole bunch of things what else can i do so uh, i was trying to see if i could put together like a show for my podcast personally uh but unfortunately like when i looked at the logistics it was going to be way too expensive for a little old show like mine so i decided to reach out to a fellow podcast friends and say hey you know what you know, would it make sense for us to do like a mini tour together or something like that? And we just kicked around the idea like uh, over December, you know, during Christmas and all that. And eventually the more and more podcasters came on board, we decided that, hey, instead of doing like a, a, a show or a tour, 
let's make it one event. So think of pod break, which is the name we chose, like podcast break, like spring break, combining podcast and spring break or summer break. And let's have it in the house, right? So think of it like, uh, I don't want to say a reality show, but think of it like a podcast picnic of some sort. So we're a group of um, 15 different platforms. Last I checked, more people are coming on, all African, uh, mostly African, all black, definitely. And uh, we're going to be converging in Chicago. And, you know, hopefully before before then, we're going to have a lot more podcasters come on board. But what we're going to do in pod break is just to, the main idea is to come together in one house, produce content together, help each other be, be better, have fun. And, you know, just take a break from... Um, even though we're going to be producing content, we're, we're going to take a break from producing content in the usual may, way and spice it up a little. And Zambaza is one of the podcasts that are going to be represented on Chicago. So uh, that's why I'm here today. Thank you. So it's only African podcasters that we're working with, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, I'm so stoked and excited about this because it's my first time actually to be in a conference and where we're sitting as African podcasters just to chill. And I am really, really honored for you to have actually chosen me to come and uh, hang out with you. So, hey, uh, shout outs to you and uh, your people. Um, hey, you came you came highly recommended, man. Like, uh, I think it was Raf that, that reached out to me <laughs> and he said, you know, he, he had been, you know, in touch with you on, on, on Clubhouse. And obviously you're, you're always on those stages on Clubhouse, you know, representing the continent in a positive manner, using your platform, using your podcast. And when I eventually listened to your episodes, it was like one of the best produced podcasts I've seen independently. Like you can be up there with like the NPRs, with the production quality. And, you know, it's just a handful of people on your team so i knew that you would bring uh, a value to the group and that's kind of like why i reached out uh, but it's not a conference though like when you say conference like a lot of people picture us being in the banquet hall in like a hotel we with suits on on stage and stuff It's a very chill think of it like a creator house type of thing but we're all podcasts so we're literally like renting out an airbnb uh in in chicago like a 12 room airbnb or whatever and we're just gonna be there chilling like producing content having fun maybe having some listeners over that type of thing so that's what it's gonna be oh okay that sounds very very nice i'm like i said i really want to be there and uh i'm gonna be there and i think we can we can do some good things as african podcasters so i'm gonna dive into how if you have anything to talk about it before we jump into your podcast, the Culture Class podcast, because I think I'm going to be a student of yours, considering that you have 150 plus episodes. By the way, we're only this is going to be featuring uh, podcasters, African podcasters, and they'll come into the show and we'll just talk to them and give us a brief synopsis of what their podcast is all about and try to push what their agenda is. And hey, who knows? Uh, we can create this big, great community out there. So anything about the podcast the um, pod break meeting the pod break group meeting that we're going to be doing yeah i mean the only thing is uh, if you're a listener of the zambasa podcast listening to this right now if you're going to be in chicago um july 1st to 4th so literally the 4th of july weekend right um we have some podcasters coming in from canada as well if you're going to be in chicago just click the link in the show notes and drop us your name and email and we're going to be reaching out to you if you're a listener and if you are a fellow african podcaster and you want to be a pod breaker you want to join the group you want to participate in this thing also 
go to our website is podbreak.org. That's P-O-D and break dot uh, O-R-G and send us a message and we'll add you to the WhatsApp group. Okay. That's what's up. So that's all we're going to be talking about. And I want to reintroduce Nosayare, the host of Culture Class Podcast. Let's start off there. When did you yes. start podcasting? What got you to podcast? When did I start Culture Class? Yes. Um, so my first episode was published December 1st, 2018. But it was a whole year leading up to <laughs> publishing that first episode, right? So uh, I, I came to the U.S. in, in 2017. Uh, I came for grad school. Uh, I went to school in D.C. Uh, backstory is my dad was in the military in Nigeria. And being in the military, we got to travel to a whole bunch of places. You know, uh, we have uh, 36 different states in, in the country of Nigeria. And I got to live in about 25 to 27 of those states, something like that, just by the sheer fact of my dad being in the military. So I, I really got accustomed to interacting with different cultures within the country of Nigeria. I had done a bit of traveling as well. So when I eventually moved to D.C., D.C. is a very multicultural city in a sense. It is chocolate city, but there are people from all over the world because you have the World Bank there. You have the IFC. You have all these. It's obviously, it's the, central, it's the center of government. So all these different cultures. And I went to American University, which is also it's predominantly white, but, you know, it has a mix of cultures here and there. So I've always been interested in culture. I've always loved traveling. I've always loved, you know, learning about people different from myself so um at first the podcast was going to be me as an african immigrant just talking about my experiences and that's kind of like what the podcast started off as i, I had a co-host at the time and we did the first few episodes together uh but it quickly morphed into not my experiences but the experience of other people like people from saudi arabia from kenya from tanzania from south africa all these countries and me learning about their culture and my listeners doing the same through our conversation. Okay. You started off with a, with a host and um, your host was Tangwa Aka or Aka? Did I yes. say that right? Yes. Okay. Tong, Tongwa Aka. Uh, in fact, she, she's still guest hosting. So fun fact, this is my first, this is the first podcast recording i was just telling uh sambaza before uh, he hit record this is my this was my first recording this year right so when i clocked three years uh at the end of last year i was gonna put the podcast in hiatus till the summer like go off like i've been doing it consistently for three years 150 episodes no week skipped so i was gonna take a little break um but i reached out to tongwa who was she we did the first nine episodes together and i reached out to her and i was like look i'm gonna take a little break you've been off the podcast for two and a half years do you mind coming back and guest hosting while i'm in a way while i'm away and she was like yeah like she so she's been doing a great job at guest hosting the last uh, three or four months uh, while I've been away. But yes, we did start the podcast together because she was in the School of Communication. Remember I said I started this in American University, Washington, D.C.? I was in the business school. She was in the School of Communication, and we both had the same campus job. We worked at the same campus job. So when I got talking to her, she said she was in the School of Communication, and I knew that the School of Communication had a studio. 
At the mm-hmm. time, I was too broke to buy any type of equipment. My laptop was shitty. I, I couldn't afford mics, nothing. I was a broke graduate student. So when I reached out to her, she was like, oh, yeah, she had a key to get into the studio. So she will, will go to SOC, which is a school of communication after hours. And that's how we recorded our first like eight or nine episodes or something. Yeah. Because the quality, I went to listen to it and the quality was really, really good starting off. And did you guys have any fears when you were starting off the podcast? Because most of the podcasters have that fear of starting up the podcast and uh, going to where they are. And what kind of um, music, your theme music, where did it come from? Uh, my theme music, uh, it came from, let me answer that question first. So uh, I knew a producer through a mutual friend of mine back in Nigeria. And, you know, I just told him that, hey, I was starting a podcast that, you know, can they connect me with any, pro-? he's a video director back in Nigeria. Uh, shout out to you, 42 Media. And, you know, he just reached out to one of his friends who's a music producer and, and he provided the theme music. Fun fact, I got that theme music for free. I ended up sending him some money like two years later just to thank him. Like, hey, man, like you did this music like two years ago. I know I didn't pay you at the time, but I just want to appreciate you for doing this because I didn't have money. Like I said, I was a broke graduate student when I started. Um, as far as fears go, of course, like everything you everything in the book, right? I said, you know, I was supposed to start the podcast a year before I started, right? So um, the the initial co-host I was supposed to start the podcast with two two young ladies who are also students of American University because I had stalled and procrastinated so long a whole year they ended up graduating <laughs> right mm-hmm. and leaving the school so I was left alone I was like man like I'm gonna graduate in a year because uh, you know graduate degree is just two years I have to start this now so obviously there is you know fear of uncertainty like oh how can this be as good as the Joe Rogan podcast on day one. <laughs> I don't know how to edit. I don't even know whatever this is, you know, uh, personal information. Like there are a lot of fears, but I always, um, I try to learn to push through and just, you know, going for it. And, you know, so far, so good. Here we are. Yeah. Now I'm going to put you to task. When you and Nosa were on episode two. Me and who? Me and Tongwa? Is it is it Aka? Yeah, Tongwa. You and Tongwa. Tongwa Aka. Yeah. Yeah, Aka. Tongwa Aka. You're on episode two, oh, and then you say her name is actually Akanji. Her name is Tongwa Akanji Aka. So she goes by Akanji a lot of time, but you know Tongwa Aka is kind of like a bunch of her social media. So you know. Ah. Okay. Either way, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Tongwa because that's kind of easier for me, and it has a it has a nice connotation to it. So Tongwa, Tongwa. You guys were talking about episode one oh six. And you say there was something special going on and you're going for 106. Yes, yes, I got you. Yes, yes. I forgot that. Now, when I went to look at 106. Yeah. It was, it was a story about Jasmine Shojai and she was a playmate. Did you realize what you had said and what you had that must that must be the weirdest coincidence in the history of podcasts. I don't know. Like we just had this these running jokes, like me and Tonga, right? Like um, it was it first started off with her age, right? Because at the right. time, like we're recording video, it was just audio. So I was making people believe that Tonga was in her sixties, the first four or five episodes. So it was supposed to be this running joke that would keep people coming back to the podcast just to guess, to try and figure out how old she is. But she broke character one time and actually revealed her age so episode 106 were 
it was one of those running jokes. We're just saying that, hey, something big is going to happen in episode 106. We're trying to get people to stay with us till episode 106, even though we didn't even know if we we're going to survive as a podcast till episode 106. So 106 must be like two years later because I produce 50, 51 episodes a year. So 106 is like two plus years later. And uh, it just so happened that I reached out to this uh playboy playmate uh from australia and uh yeah we had an interesting conversation so that, that was just a coincidence I, I didn't go into it i'm gonna go into it later but okay. i was curious when you said 106 and i was like what is happening on 106 exactly you and see we got you <laughs> yeah you did. You, did. you did those are just some of the little tricks we use as podcasters right <laughs> being candid and that was a good one um episode 100 Mm. How did you feel when you got to that episode 100? Please tell those podcasters who are starting today. They feel that oh, I only have four podcasts in my in my in my list, and I'm yearning for more. And I don't know. I see people getting to 100. What was the feel for number 100? Uh, how did I feel to get to episode 100? I mean, I mean episode. I think episode 50 was more memorable, to be honest. <laughs> Because that was like the first big number. Like at, at the point where I got to 100, it was just like, yeah. And then 150 was also kind of like memorable because it was like three years, 150. So 50 was like more memorable because like, wow, I can't believe like I stuck. Because you have to realize I was in an MBA program right. for those first 50 episodes, right? I was in an MBA program. I, for those who have a business degree, a graduate business degree, you know how tasking that can get. Uh, yeah. I had a campus job. I had a job outside of campus. Plus, I was an immigrant trying to navigate my first year and a half in a new country. So there were all these things happening at once. And for me to consistently like put out episode in within that 50 episode, I had traveled to multiple places. I had recorded an episode in Australia. I think I'd recorded an episode in Vancouver, if, if I'm not mistaken. But I just oh. don't many things i'll finish my assignment my homework at night and like go through recording the podcast and do all this and those first 50 episodes were mostly live interviews right so not until closer to the pandemic like episode 70 something that's when i started using virtual in interviews because the pandemic happened right those first 50 episodes was me reaching out to people booking a physical event either you know the the, the school library in american university or the DC Public Library, or like a School of Communication Studio, something. So, uh, getting to fifty, I would say, was more memorable. I was ecstatic that I could even achieve that. So, well, because live interviews are really interesting, I must say, because th those are where somebody's sitting right next to you and you're talking about it. Most people actually started before the pandemic, so now they have to adjust to meeting people live. I am doing the same thing. I have the equipment. Now I have to come up and do it live and talking to people, being close to people. I'm still scared of uh, of COVID, but I mean, I have to get over those fears at some point. And yeah, it's good training. It teaches you to have proper time management. Like when you're trying to book a library space for two hours to record and you're trying to get someone there, the logistics of getting somewhere there. Sometimes you have to go drive the person or do whatever you have to do uh -huh. just to get it recorded. So, you know. Wow. Those are, those are some uh, some good gems now you're giving us here. Now, as an African podcaster, what are your challenges? Uh, give me a few of your challenges that you have when you try and uh, and bring out your podcast. Because you, you're talking about culture. And mm -hmm. I know that you take cultures of all over the world. Mm -hmm. Not particularly based in uh, Africa. 
you're trying to mix the whole the whole world together no uh, what's what's the agenda here Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just me being curious, man. I, I like to say like the, the the objective of the podcast is selfishly mine, to be honest. Like these were honestly conversations I was having in my personal life. So I'll, I'll have friends who who are from Uruguay or, or from uh, DC or whatever, or even within Nigeria, like friends from p- different parts of Nigeria, north, south, east, and west. And I'll just be interested asking them that, hey, you know, oh, I noticed that uh okay i lived in an area where there was this wire that crossed the street lamps or in the area i didn't know it was called an eruv i was talking to my jewish friend i was like what is this and he was like oh it's an eruv this is what it symbolizes and then you know um I got to know about Diwali from my from my from my friend who's Indian and you know different things like that. So it's me just being curious, but I just happen to be doing so in an interview. So it's not like I like to say it's a very casual conversation. By me being curious and just being interested and having that casual conversation. So it's not like documentary form. I say, okay, today we're gonna to talk about Kenya. Kenya was formed in 1952. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um me just being generally curious. Um and learning about other cultures in a very conversational way without direct questions. It's me talking to another individual, but you can learn things uh, from each interview. That's kind of like what I'll say the objective is, yeah. What has been your hardest podcast? Because I know there's one podcast that you were trying to prepare and you couldn't figure out what you're going to say and how did it end up being? Did it work? Be, did it, My hardest or... episode. Um, I mean, there, there's been several. You know, you're a podcaster yourself, so I'm sure you know there are challenges every day. I mean, there's been situations where I, I, I'd had to have recorded and prepared and did everything, and all of a sudden, an hour after the interview, they're sending me an email saying, "Hey, I don't want that interview, you know, up." So you have okay. to. Yeah, I, yeah, I've had that. I have episodes I haven't put out before, you know, uh, either by request or you know some other thing. So, so there's that. Um, there, there are situations where chasing a particular guest. I've chased a guest for almost two years before uh, to get on the podcast, sending email every you know four or five weeks for like two years trying to get them on the podcast DM. So there's that challenge. Yeah, they eventually came on. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, there's that challenge as well. Obviously, um, logistical issues like editing, just having lost audios like you, you thought it was stored on your computer and you go there, your computer crashes or something like the audio was lost or um, people kind of like using your podcast. Uh, it was it was interesting because I'm always very open, right? Like even where I used to work and everything, like they knew I had a podcast, like they knew about stuff. And sometimes people would just come up and, and say, hey, you know, they'll make some type of remark based on an episode you did. And I was like, wow, if this could happen for a very, you know, nerdy podcast like Culture Class, I wonder people, what people go through who have like sex podcasts and like talk a whole bunch of crazy shit. Like if that gets out there, they'll probably have like a lot of backlash or whatnot. But yeah, just tough challenges here and there uh, to pick one. Um, I, I don't know if I can really uh, pinpoint one. Of course, I've tried to 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 hold an event or two in the past, which failed. I've tried to produce a scripted series podcast as well during the pandemic, which failed. I mean, we, we produced two episodes, which I still have. We didn't put it out, but that was like a great team of like four or five people working on that about a friend of mine whose dad was kidnapped in Guatemala. Like it was so painful to watch that go after all the money and time we put into that. But yeah, it was tough like that, man. Like you always have challenges. Uh, with in what, podcasting 
and what has been the easiest podcast that you've ever had that you've had fun in the podcast that after you're done you're like man this is it Oh, man, uh, the easiest episode, probably one I didn't need to prepare for. Uh, I would say this one, <laughs> Wait, this one. Yeah, this one is one. I mean, you know, because when you start to interview people, you, you want to be respectful of your culture. You want to ask them some certain things about your cultural history and things. So you need, need to do a little bit of research. So that can be tasking in itself. Uh, but me talking to someone like LD, LD is a retired Nigerian musician. He was one of the pioneers of afro beats that you know davido and uh, whiskey are enjoying now he lives in atlanta now so uh -huh. that was pretty interesting because he was my idol growing up like we used to write like listen to his songs and pause the tapes and write his lyrics on the notebook and then like rap them back to each other like my brother and i like tribesmen so that was pretty interesting that that's one um I would say it came very naturally and it just kept going on because I was just, I think I ended up putting almost three hours worth of content or maybe I split it in two. I can't even remember. But It is easier actually. You know, your idols, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to jump in on this one. I, uh, I did one with mushrooms and these were, um, were my childhood idols. And sorry, I can who, tell you. Who are they called? Mushrooms? Mushrooms. Okay. I did with two of the, two of the, two of the three remaining of that group. Nice. And I had a good time. I was sitting there, and this was a live interview, actually. One of the few live interviews I've done. And I was really enjoying myself. And I was starstruck in the beginning because these were people I used to see when I was young. And I was like, wow. Then I'm sitting here with him. And he's like, hey, you doing good? Yeah, let's go on. You know, what, what, do, you, what do you think about this? What right. do you think about that? It just went, it flowed. It really flowed well. Okay, okay. Exactly. So I'm sure, I'm sure there are many more I'm missing because to be honest, like I'm just like a musician. You know how Lil Wayne sometimes forgets his own lyrics? Like I forget some episodes I put out. Sometimes I just get tweeted out from like episode 42 or something or someone comments on episode 36. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. It's been a lot. So like for musicians who put out like 10 albums and counting, like shout out to them. Like this shit ain't easy. <laughs> like, you know. Right, right. Yeah. And are you feeling like you're on cruise, cruise control right now? Like you know what, what's going on? No. Before you get it. <laughs> no, because that's the thing. It's never cruise control because you have to keep reinventing yourself. And to be honest, I think I can do better at reinventing myself. Because if it's just cruise control, then it'll get boring. Then it'll get static. I listen to a lot of podcasters myself. And the podcasters I follow, like Brilliant Idiots, uh, The Joe Rogan Experience, Flagrant 2, um from lagos we love like those guys revenge yourself you listen to brilliant idiots eight years ago sorry what was that i said i love that one from lagos with love exactly like if you listen to to them like six years ago whatever like it's a different format so like you have to keep reinventing yourself like okay we started with just audio i know i've been promising my guests video for ages i promise you guys I have all the zoom recordings I, i'm just i just haven't put them out but you re i reinvented the brand the logo and everything I reinvented the format of how, you know, I conducted the interviews, reinvented the marketing, the way I put them out. Now Tongwa is back. And then I, I was trying to reinvent with the scripted podcast thing, but that didn't make it. And now I'm trying to reinvent with pod break and, and you know, a live event and a live show. So like you, you ca it can't just be on cruise control. If you're on cruise control for a year at December, at the end of the year, you have to think, okay, next year, what am I going to do to like, take it up to the next level, right? To make it better right. for the listeners. 
Right, right. You you certainly true. You're certainly true about that. You can never be on cruise control. And I, I like the fact that you said you're always experimenting, trying something new, and moving on to something that's that's really out there. Because you cannot remain the same. Everything comes, and you know, everything has a season. And uh, you get you get to meet other podcasters, and then say, okay, what can I do to better my podcast? And that's a good good thing. Um, yep. Does any podcaster give me about two podcasters that you like? Two podcasters, not podcasts, right? Podcasters, the people within the podcast, yes, right? Podcast, not me. Don't include me. My, yeah. my. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's this Nigerian podcast man. I've been begging him forever. I'd love to produce a few episodes for him. His name is Andre Blaze, and he used to have this podcast called My Africa Podcast. Um, He's, he was super early, man, super early. I think his podcast probably stopped in like 2018 and he had like maybe like 60 or 70 episodes then. So it probably started like 20, 2015 or 16 or something. And the way this dude interviews, man, he was just ridiculous. Like he, he was such a master at what he does. I DM'd him a few times. A media company in Nigeria acquired his podcast and then they just, it was kind of like an aqua hire and then, you know, I was like, man, why didn't you leave this thing as, as your baby, man? But, you know, it is what it is. So Andre Blaze is one person. That's as far as uh, uh, interviews go. Uh, I want to put someone there as far as the scripted thing goes. Uh, I would say... Um, maybe say... this not... I would say um, Chris... Uh, oh, I forget his last name, but Chris has something called the Loudspeakers Network based out of New York. The Loudspeakers Network houses podcasts such as Brilliant Idiots, uh, The Read with Crystal, um, a whole bunch of podcasts. It was founded by uh, Chris and Comeback Jack uh, a few years ago. Just his production and his management skills for a podcast network, like he had, he had some of the biggest podcast in the game this was pre uh wondery and pre all these people like they had started a, a long time ago and you know just he, he's not on the mic as a host but just what he does behind the scenes um i i admire him as well okay and uh do you listen how many podcasts do you listen to in uh, a week uh man i mean i have my regular let me actually get out my phone <laughs> i have my regular hitters um let me open google i find myself on google podcast more these days than spotify or apple even though i use uh -huh. android all right so mostly business podcasts because i started a company a year ago so i'll just read you the first 12 podcasts on my list so i have acquired mm -hmm. uh with ben, ben gilbert and david rosenthal i have the daily um, I have Below the Line uh, with Josh Bashara. I Said What I Said podcast, which is a Nigerian podcast with Jaws and FK Aburu. Victory, the podcast, which is a podcast about Entourage, the show uh, hosted by Doug Ellen and Kevin Dillon. I have Freightway podcast, which is a trucking podcast. I have Pod News, of course. Uh, I have My First Million truck and hustle business how i built this two three four essential business black tech business sweaty startup business master of scale business everyone hates marketers business zambasa uh freight coach business the way i see it 
shit they don't teach you in school, Africa Lipso podcast, Wisdom from the Top, and a bunch of other podcasts out there. So it changes. So this is my theme for now. It's mostly business podcasts. But if you had asked me this question like six months ago, it would have probably been scripted podcasts. So if you had asked me like a year ago, it would have probably been sex podcasts. Like it, it, it tends to change every other six months. So I noticed that. All right. To finish up, uh, we're going to do a quick, I like to do devilish dilemmas. You guys, if you can see that, devilish dilemmas. Devilish That's the dilemmas. Damn, right. I haven't heard of that before. You got to answer which one you're going to choose. Okay. Uh, random, I'm going to do three. Mm-hmm. Which one would you choose? To weigh 280 pounds, but be happy, or to have a perfect figure and be miserable? Be happy, of course. That's an easy one. Christ, two hundred eighty pounds. <laughs> who who wants to be miserable? Like so, you you have the body of a goddess or a god, and what? what? So you're 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 there. You're miserable, but you're living for other people. So other people admire you, but you're internally miserable. I want to be happy, man. I, I can weigh five hundred pounds and be happy. I'm good. <laughs> uh, sneezing. Which one would you choose? Sneezing every five minutes or having to go to the bathroom? Every half an hour. Sneezing every five. So you need to explain what type of sneezing. Like, is it just dry sneeze, like a chew? Or it's like, you know, you know, know that sneeze that like, oh, it's a little bit of you need to wipe down because a bit of phlegm, a bit of, you know, COVID-19 and all that stuff. It's open to interpretation. interpretation. Going to the bathroom. Is that number one or number two? Again, open to interpretation. <laughs> if you're open to interpretation, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the extreme of the bathroom and say, okay, I'm constipating every 30 minutes and I'm having a light sneeze every five minutes. In that case, I'll have a light sneeze every five minutes. All right. Which one would you choose? This is the last one. To be the tallest person in the world or to be the shortest person in the world? The tallest person in the world. Who was the tallest person in the world? I think he was almost eight feet, right? I think it was a dude. Uh, and who's the shortest person in the world? Like, can I can I do some Googles real quick? No. <laughs> no, I just want to I just want to know the 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 height to know that okay, four four five versus eight eleven or something. Oh, you know what? No need. I, I don't do Googles. Open rapid fire is open. Okay, so you rapid gotta be- fire. Right. Um, let me see who can make more money, the shortest or the tallest. I want to argue the tallest because I can maybe be in the NBA. I might not be good, but at least I can make a team. The shortest person, what can they do to make money besides maybe being kind of like an actor or maybe they're incredibly smart? I guess either of them can be incredibly smart. Uh, but I guess the tallest person will probably die quicker than the shortest person. Um, because okay. Tall, taller people that are that tall tend to die a lot. They live to like their thirties or their twenties. All right, fuck, fuck it, man. I'll say, man. I'll say the tallest because I can probably maybe make some money if I play my cards right. Maybe create some legacy in the thirty years of my life, and you know, you know, <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> right. So that concludes our show. This is the first episode of Many to Come where I interview podcasters, and today we had Nosa Iare, and who is in the Culture culture, culture Class podcast. This podcast is over 150 episodes. I think the last time I checked... Over 160 now, close to 170 or something. It's, it's, I think 170 <laughs> now. Uh, and what he's done is he's moved um, with the host 
going solo, going back with the host. And this is what I tell you podcasters. Listen to his, like I did, went to listen to his first two episodes, then hit the middle of the episodes, and then hit what he has currently right now. So you get to learn a, a lot more on podcasting. Now, check him out. And also, don't forget to check out the show notes because that's where you're going to find out about the Podbreakers. And if you're going to be in Chicago the July 4th weekend, you will be able to meet all these diverse podcasters who are hanging out together. And we're going to have a good time. And we'd like to meet you and see, you know, kind of this is the only time you actually get to see your podcast, uh, your podcasters live that you can touch them. You know, remember, it's... Uh, past pandemic or whatever it is we'll say it's past pandemic but the pandemic is still there we'll be careful but the whole thing is you get to see us we get to hang out we get to talk chat eat do all that is going to be done in the summertime remember summertime is a good time and with that we're going to say kwaheri which means goodbye and from sambaza podcast to the wasambazaji and the culture class podcast have a good evening. Goodbye. All right. Thanks for having me. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.